Welcome to the Native Diamond Podcast. Oh shit! What you waiting for? Please don't forget to like the video, hit subscribe, ring the bell. That way you're notified every time I drop a new episode of Native Native Diamond Diamond Podcast. Podcast. Feel free to drop a comment because I love hearing feedback from you guys. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's up, my dudes? Seth Mick here. This is Native Diamond Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. And today, I'm hanging out with Pray for Sleep rock metal band based out of columbus ohio thank you so much for being here guys yeah absolutely thank you so much for having us we're excited if you guys have never seen the podcast before i start off with icebreaker questions they're about 25 or so off the top either or style questions just say the first thing that comes to mind i'll kick it off with the first one which one do you like better sirius xm or spotify uh, spotify I don't use either of those, but I use Spotify because because most of our streams come from Spotify. Uh, I'm also gonna say Spotify just because that's the one I've been using the longest. Uh, and you know, if I tried to switch over now, my playlists are like 50 hours long, so that'd take a very long time. Yeah, and I have to listen to SiriusXM the whole time I'm at work. So, what station do they put on at work? Oh, uh, some like. Not rock. <laughs> <laughs> like a top 40 kind of thing? Yeah, something like that. It's not bad. It's just same songs, man. <laughs> well, I feel guilty because I, I listen to a lot of Sirius XM here lately. Cause yeah. I, got a, I got a free like trial or whatever. So I've been jamming the butt rock lately. Nice. Yes. Hey, we love no shame. No shame. <laughs> All right. Anyway, next question. All right. I don't know if you've seen either of these movies, but if you have, Cabin Fever or Don't Breathe? I haven't seen either of those, actually. I, me neither, but I saw the trailers for Don't Breathe and that looked really good. So I was just saying Don't Breathe based on one of the Believe it or not, I'm actually in the same category as Hayden. I think I saw, I don't remember if I actually got around to watching the movie or not, but it looked, know, I really, good. That looked really nice. Hell yeah. But now I need to. <laughs> dude it's been a while since i've seen those but um don't breathe man i highly re- recommend that one over cabin fever i actually think there's two cabin fevers i think there's like a newer one and an older one mm-hmm. i don't know but anyway day seeker or bring me the horizon oh current currently day seeker for me uh i i love rory's voice Mwah. love that man <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Hayden's gonna die over this question. You've ripped, you've ripped Hayden in two. Wait, what? Okay, like, <laughs> like what? Everything that we know of them, or like a certain era, or. Um, uh, I mean, use your discretion. Like, which one have you been jamming? You know, the most recently, or you find yourself listening to more often? All right, I used to listen to Bring Me like re- re- religiously, but Dayseeker. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, I I really 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 like Bring Me the Horizon, and like even some of their new stuff, I've been jamming like on the daily. But Dayseeker just hits different for me. I, I'm kind of with Grant, like Rory's voice. I don't know what it is about it, but I like first time I saw that dude live, I was like, "Wow, okay, that guy is just as good as the recording." Like dude, every time, dude. But, our old guitarists somehow got in touch with them with them when they came into Columbus, and I was with him at the time. 
Oh yeah, they slept in his basement. Yeah, they slept yeah. over because they were like, "Hey, we we need a place to sl- to stay that's not like sketchy. Like anyone like want to hook us up?" So I got to meet them. They're pretty pretty cool dudes. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I've done a couple of these interviews, and like people have like people that know them and shit like that. So if you're watching Rory, I would love to have you on the show, man. <laughs> Come oh, on down. Rory, <laughs> please feature in one of our songs. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That'd be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> hey, you got to take a shot when you can, you know? All right. Bad boys for life. <laughs> What's one talent nobody knows you possess? Uh, my whole family is really good at building puzzles, like putting together <laughs> puzzles and like, like the 3D ones and stuff that are like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's what I got. Good answer. My one talent is not knowing what I'm doing on stage or with any music, anything ever, even though it might look like it. Some people. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm going with the flow. Uh, My secret talent is being a drummer that can count past four. Oh, on occasion, on occasion, it depends. It depends on the day. But that's actually good. it has been recorded before, so I can't do it. Oh, is it that 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 um just backs up what I just said because the reason why it, we recorded anything other than four four is because I was like I kind of like how this goes, and I was like trying to figure it out, and then we. And why are you playing in that weird time signature? What's a time it, signature? It was like six six eight or something, and no, I was like that's was- four four. No, it was, we were recording a song and he wrote the riff for it and we went to like fully record it and he forgot to play a single note for no reason and then we just kept it. So it's like, we have have a measure of seven, eight in a song. Yeah, for no reason. Just because. It sounds cool though. Nice. The Adams Family or Beetlejuice? I like the Adams Family. I think I've always loved the Adams family. Yeah. Beetlejuice, his voice just freaked me out, man. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm uncultured, but I haven't seen those. But I did listen to a lot of Beetlejuice dubstep remixes in middle school. So I I think I'd have to say Adams family, too. I haven't seen those since, like, I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. But I always liked that kind of stuff. And I had one of those... uh, like Halloween toys that would do the song. Oh, so yeah. I've, I've probably heard the theme song, I don't know how many times, but yeah, I'd probably have to pick them for sure. Yeah, I've been seeing like the reruns popping up, I guess because, you know, Halloween's coming around the corner. But oh, as far as superheroes, like not the movie or anything, but Hellboy or Captain America? Ooh. I think I'd have to pick Hellboy. I like, I really enjoy like mythology and monsters and all of that kind of stuff and, and some of the like darker comic book stuff. So I, I would probably have to pick Hellboy over the Boy Scout. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll have to go with America's butt. I can't, I don't know if I, I could say that, but I was just go with butt. I'm Captain America. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'd go with Captain America as well, but. I think they're both cool for their own ways, but I know Captain America is kind of the lame answer here, but you know, classic. This new Marvel hits different, man. It does. That's for sure. Alpha Wolf or Fit for a King? Oh, oh dude. Yo, again. too much. <laughs> uh, 
You know my answer, Reno. I've, I'd have to go with Fit for a King. Um, I've, I've been a fan that. of them for a much longer period of time um, than I've been a fan of Alpha Wolf. Um, really love both of their new albums. Um, but just for me, uh, Fit for a King is kind of a band that I more or less grew up on as far as like listening to metal. So they kind of they hold a special place in my heart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. I'm going to say Fit for a King. But I do, I do love Reese and Alpha Wolf. This is a very hard question for me because I put them in like kind of different categories to an extent. So yeah, like, like hardcore and one's like their own kind I mean, I guess it just, I mean, people have called them different things. I would say like for slightly heavier stuff, like in the hardcore realm, Alpha Wolf is like my number one right now, especially with the new album. I love it. Like I've been listening to it every single day. But I think I'm in the same boat as Grant, like slightly, just because I've known Fit for a King longer and know, I probably know, know more of their songs, I would say. And we got to do a show with their drummer, Jared, and he was so nice. So I, I'm going to give them the win on that for sure. You picked out the little Jared was going to unfollow you on Twitter, I bet. <laughs> I know. And that was so hard to get, man. And he'd just be like, nope, we're not friends anymore. Bye. Oh. <laughs> That's just such a hard question. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what about you? What about you? Uh, if I had to pick one, dude, I'm I'm picking Fit. Um, I really like the new album, and like, dude, I mean, overall, I mean, yeah, like I grew up on these dudes. I've been listening to them for the past seven years. But Alpha Wolf, dude, I mean, as far as like that Ooh. hard scene, I would definitely put them above like a lot of, a lot of, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It was, it was them and Dealer, but then Dealer had their you know oh, what yeah. they happened. got canceled canceled yeah that i was before that happened i i like dealer more than alpha wolf but then yeah yeah the truth well what's up with like uh aussie core being so heavy and like i know it's crazy there's there's so many there's so many aussie bands that are like actually super good coming out it's crazy oh, it's ridiculous i'm like what are y'all drinking over there like give yeah. me some <laughs> For real. All right. So I don't know if you've seen any of these shows, but I'll give it a shot. Floribama Shore or Naked and Afraid? I haven't watched either of them, uh, but the only I haven't even heard of the first one. So I guess Naked and Afraid wins by default. I don't. <laughs> it it was like a knockoff of Jersey Shore, and it's like it's still on or whatever. I think they're on like season three or four or something like that. But <laughs> huh? It's crazy. I can imagine I, that's pretty wild. Ugh. I haven't seen the first one. Sounds interesting. Um, I haven't seen the first one. So, like, I'll, I'll just come home from, like, doing something, and my mom, I'll just see, like, butt cheeks on the screen. I'm like, Mom, what are you watching? And it's Naked and Afraid. So I'm, I'll just say Naked and Afraid. Yeah, I'm going to say Naked and Afraid, too. That was, like, for a while, was, like, the really weird, like, show that I would binge. But yeah, no, that'd be like that weird show. I'd like come home from school and we'd like turn on TLC or whatever it was on. And we'd just be like, and I wouldn't realize it at the time, but like now I'm like, why did we watch that together? <laughs> that is so weird to think about. But I guess the survival part was kind of cool, like yeah. learning about that. But yeah, that was an interesting show. <laughs> it was on last night and I caught myself watching it. And I was like, wow, every episode is like the fucking same. <laughs> Yes, that too. 
if we could go to a show, would you be in the mosh pit or would you be standing in the back? Uh, for me, I I would always be in the back. I always, I've only like, even with the sh- all the shows that we go to and play at, like I always am in the back. I've been in a mosh pit like two or three times. I enjoy it, but I also, I really like to just listen to the music and, and watch the performances. I, I really like observing that and being able to kind of see it and then hear it. So sometimes I, I, I always like to just be in the back. There are very special occasions where I would absolutely go up and throw myself in a pit for a while, but it's typically just going to be the back of the room for me. Watch pit. <laughs> nice. I'm pretty weird with it because if it's like, a song that I don't know as well, then a lot of time I will stay in the back because I like to study what the drummer does in like a bunch of different bands just to like, you know, see how they do things and like get ideas or whatever. But like, I, I remember I was doing that at a like Boss to Flames show and then they they played uh, You Won't Be Missed and I went, nope, never mind. I'm going in the pit and I just <laughs> could not help myself. Yeah. So. It mosh definitely pit. depends, but I definitely love the mosh pit. I remember, uh, actually, I don't think either of you guys were at that show, but there's the venue around here called Park Street that actually closed down. But Fit for a King was playing. I jumped off that stage, I think, 12 times in a row <laughs> Shit. that night just because I was just like, this is sick, dude, because like, I had never done it before. So that was great. That's, That's great. awesome. I've been to some shows where – like they didn't really catch the people, so that was sketch. Oh. So I hope, hopefully, you did it twelve times. So I'm sure they were catching. I'm assuming you. somebody was catching you each of these oh, times. Oh yeah, I was like swan diving on people. I'm like, how are they catching? Them? This is great. <laughs> That's sick. You said like Monster Flames, one of my favorite bands, but uh, one of the sickest mosh pits I've ever seen for sure. Absolutely, that was oh one of one of the ones I have in recent memory that I actually was like, you know what? I actually feel like I need to be down there. I can't just like watch this. I gotta, I gotta, they, they play Barrier Pain. I can't be just standing yeah. over here. Come yeah. on. That'll be the most memorable mosh pit of I'll ever, like Barrier Pain, right? When, that's yeah. What, that's what <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And like the mosh pit wasn't like kicking and fucking all that shit. Like it wasn't like an actual mosh pit. And I was like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Like, There's always like the one guy. Yeah. One. The, the one guy that's doing the spin kicks and you're like, dude, dude, chill, chill. Just go over there, please. <laughs> the mummy or planet of the apes. And I mean like the franchise collectively. Ooh. Uh, I think for me, the most recent planet of the apes series that they did absolutely wins. Um, the original Mummy movie, I think, I, if it was just one individual movie, I'd have picked The Mummy. But if it's the series as a whole, yeah, definitely Planet of the Apes. Those are so good. Those are so cool well concept. done. Yeah, monkeys with AKs. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not? <laughs> yeah, I, I like uh, Planet of the Apes more, too. And I, I've admittedly seen more of those uh, movies as well. But I liked them when I saw them, for sure. I don't know if you guys watch sports, but Stanley yeah, Cup's on right now and NFL's on. So Stanley Cup or NFL? For me, Grant, honestly, it, would depend, it would depend on the watching setting. Because like, if it's getting together with a bunch of friends and watching the game, I would pick football. Um, but if it's actually going to the game, I would absolutely pick hockey. Because there's just something about the atmosphere at a hockey game that is just the weirdest and one of the most enjoyable experiences. So I would have to... I don't know. I'm split. 
NFL because I know what is going on. <laughs> I, I, I just don't really pay attention to hockey. But you're right, yeah, the atmosphere at hockey games, there's like just the popcorn's way too salty and I don't know, it's I like it, but I would say NFL. I am a huge football junkie and unfortunately a Browns fan, so I have <laughs> to watch all their games because then if they win, then I'll see it. So uh, it's NFL for me, but yeah, same thing. I, I really like the Blue Jackets, so if they're doing anything significant or if I can go to a game in person, I'm definitely going to take the opportunity. But I don't really watch that uh, like as religiously as I watch football, that's for sure. Yeah, I've been trying to get more into hockey this year for some reason. I just feel like NFL is kind of stale. That and now I'm a Panthers fan, so <laughs> it's not very – yeah, it's it's – Big big time move. Bad omens or Crystal Lake? Ooh. Uh I I'd have to say Crystal Lake. I've listened I listen to them more regularly than I do Bad Omens. I've probably heard one song from each of those bands. I'm so sorry. But well, we played with Bad Omens, remember? Oh dude. Do you remember them? <laughs> he doesn't remember. I don't. It was the weekend of the show. I'll say Crystal Lake because I heard one of their songs. I can't remember what it was. I heard one of their songs uh, recently, and it was really good. It's all the ones that I show you. It was the one we, we were writing um, you showed me or something. Was, yeah, was, I showed you uh, Prometheus, I think. It was good, dude. I, I yeah. It. Yeah, for, for me, it's it's Crystal Lake. But Bad Omens is definitely a band I want to get more into because a lot of people like them, obviously. And we did get a chance to play with them, and I really like their sound, and we did. So I, I'd like to get into them more. Do you think they kind of rip off, like, Bring Me? Um, oh, I do like, know them. There it is. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, it's related to that band. I think they can, but, I like, with most bands, like, I, I try to stay away from, like, the, like saying they're ripping off. Like, even with, like, Greta Van Fleet, where you're like, this sounds exactly like Led Zeppelin. I'm like, yeah, oh, but, yeah. like, they still have some semblance of their own sound in there. Mm-hmm. So that's usually where I go with, with stuff like that. Yeah, that wasn't, like, a direct dig. I just wanted to know uh, another opinion. Oh, I think their newer shit yeah. sounds nothing like their older shit uh, as far as Bad Omens. Maybe they are hey. ripping off Bring Me then. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Sandra a good point. <laughs> all jokes, all jokes. All right, so I want to know who you think would win in this fight. Justin Bieber or Harry Styles? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Justin Bieber because he looks way scrappier than Harry Styles does. I, I, don't, I don't know how long Harry Styles would last in a fight. <laughs> I, I love Harry Styles, but I – Based on this, I will have to say Justin Bieber. I want to know how. Do you do you remember how tall Harry Styles is? I want to know that. Honestly, probably taller than Justin Bieber. He's British, actually. Wait, 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 wait. Harry will mentally destroy Justin (laughs) before he can even throw a hand at him. I, I feel I feel like he's like a sleeper, you know? Like he doesn't look like he's big, but then he gets in a fight and he just destroys people. Like, <laughs> right, Harry, Harry Styles is six foot tall. Six oh. foot flat. Yeah, I'm I'm going with him. I, I'm just gonna I, I think he could do it. Oh, Justin Bieber coming in at five nine. Yeah, I think Harry could do it. If he if he like 
was going full at it. I think he's got him. I don't know, man. Here, wait. Here, wait. Look at this picture. Who's? <laughs> <laughs> So that's actually very close. That's funny. That's tough. I don't know. I think I think Bieber looks like he could kick Harry Styles' ass. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like I feel like Harry's a sleeper. Like you wouldn't expect it, but he could. Yeah, I think he could. I mean, just the the height advantage. I yeah, mean, five, five nine. I mean, that's not a huge difference, but dude, I mean, oh, it is. Throwing, if throwing punches, I mean, five it's nine looks like. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's- <laughs> 73 Roadrunner or 2021 Toyota Supra. I know nothing about cars. I'm sorry. This I'll, I really have no idea. Yeah, uh, with my taste, I'd probably just pick a, the, whichever one is newer. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you said the old Supra. Oh, yeah? Well, all right. So if it was the older Supra. Yeah. Older Supra. Probably newer Supra too. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's what. Well, it was basically like, would you rather have a classic car or would you rather just have something like up to date, straight off the lot? Probably a classic car, but not a Roadrunner. I'm I'm not as into cars as Hayden, but I'm trying to get there more or less. Uh, but yeah, no, I'd probably say the same. I think I'd like a classic car a little bit more, but I mean. It would really depend. It would. I would have to probably drive them both and then decide that way. Dream on Dreamer or Silverstein? Ooh, Silverstein. Silverstein. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all of us. Silverstein for sure. I, okay, <laughs> I can't. To be fair, I haven't heard anything from Dream on Dreamer, so I take that with a grain of salt. I, I've heard a little bit of their stuff, but I just, just Silverstein just hits so different every time. I love it. No. So good. What's y'all's favorite album? The Buffalo one. The Buffalo. <laughs> what is yeah. it? Yeah. That's this is how the wind shifts, right? Yeah. I feel yeah. like that yeah. um that riff in Stand Amid the Roar was literally the riff that dude. we our band around. That was dude, that was a formative <laughs> riff for Hayden. Yeah. <laughs> I think was, I think Dead Reflections is probably my favorite. Oh nice, yeah. yeah. I think Stand Amid the Roar and like all of Beartooth's stuff, we just like we're like, both of those at the same time. And then, I want to so be that. Where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite was Shipwreck in the Sand. I, I love that album. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys play games, but Kingdom Hearts 3 or Borderlands 3? Oh, Borderlands 3. Borderlands give me, 3. I would give play me them my stupid comic book humor with weird-looking crazy people. I love it. Actually, Ethan likes... Huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but for I me, wonder, Borderlands, no hesitation. <laughs> I just, I've only watched you play Borderlands. I'm I love games, but I've only watched you play Borderlands, and it's it's dope. Yeah, I'd be Borderlands as well, but I would still love to play Kingdom Hearts, obviously, because they're both really great. Okay, I want to see what the hype is about. Would you rather be 21 and immortal, or die and go to heaven? I'd probably rather live a full life and then die and go to heaven. Yeah. Same. I would love to see my main my main man up there. Not here, but yeah. I don't know. I think it could be very interesting either way. I'd probably say the same answer as them because I feel like I would I would think it's a great idea to be twenty one and immortal, and then I get like a couple hundred years down the road, and you're like, okay, 
Yeah. Uh oh. on the road. I'm like, I've made a terrible decision because now all my friends are dead, and all these people annoy me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that immortal shit. Like the whole the whole vampire thing just never was appealed to me. Doesn't sit right with me, you know. It'd be cool for a little bit, and then you just be like, I hate this. Well, I was just thinking about like Twilight and like I remember when I was in high school and that was such a huge fucking movie book, whatever. And uh, everyone's like, yeah, I would love to do that. And I'm like, I would hate to do that. Yeah, right. Nobody would ever take you seriously. You're like, I can't. I'm not even old enough to do everything yet. And you're going to stick me like this forever. No. Oh, my God. Which game show could you see yourself being on? Fear Factor or Wipeout? Oh, Wipeout. I'm you'll not good break, with all those like big rallies and stuff that you'll they put on Fear back, Factor. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I would rather break my back than have to deal with all the stuff they do on Fear Factor. I <laughs> plus I feel like I could be okay if I give me a little, let me train up a little bit. I'd be fine on Wipeout. It'd be great. <laughs> I don't know Wipeout. Like it looks easy, but I really oh, no. feel like it's not. <laughs> I also feel like every time I watch Wipeout, I'm like, you're so dumb. Like you just like just do the thing and. Just, <laughs> I'll say Wipeout because I want to do, like, the last course, like, the final course. That looks so fun. Yeah, I, I'd say Wipeout as well. I think the only thing that would freak me out, though, is, like, some of the heights ones. Mm-hmm. Like, falling into the water from, like, 20 feet or 30 feet. That would, I would not like that, but all the other stuff, I think it'd be okay. It probably wouldn't be fun, but it's better than having to, like, eat goat testicles or something <laughs> like raw goat testicles or whatever they do on there that's uh i think that's how they got canceled too like it it was something like yeah it was like eat testicles or something like that and that's what inevitably got them canceled yeah. or whatever oh that's awful yeah they're like this is this is fine and then i think what did somebody get sick or something like that and they like got mad i'm not sure i, I don't want to like I don't want to like lie and be like, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. I heard it on the Joe Rogan uh, experience the other day. Yeah. He was talking about how they got canceled. <laughs> Rest in peace. Right. Um, Fargo, the TV show or Shameless? I haven't watched through either of them, but I think for me, I'd have to go with Fargo because I'm more into some of the more like serious, like the kind of suspense, uh, like intrigue stuff that they do in Fargo over whatever is happening in shameless <laughs> i haven't seen them so I, I i can't say anything i haven't either but based off of what i've heard about both of them i think shameless might be the one that i would like start first like i'd be more interested in watching at first mm-hmm. so i guess that's my thing it's a little bit different type of answer but yeah yeah no worries um i just started fargo yesterday Dude, it's it's pretty fucking brutal. Like the first episode, I was like, "Damn!" Like I don't want to give it away, but just watch the first one, and it'll, it'll either hook hook you or you'll just be like, "Fuck or this!" Immediately, but, <laughs> just push you away, and you're like, nope, "Yeah, never touching that again." <laughs> but I will say that it's like based on a true story, and yeah. they like try to stay like factual to that story as possible, and like they That's all cool. the only thing different is like change the names, obviously, but it's, it's supposed to be like the true actual events that happened. Pretty fucking crazy. I do like uh, historical stuff like that, though. So I might actually watch that, too. <laughs> Whose movies do you like better? Quentin Tarantino or Oliver Stone? What what's, like, what's, what's an Oliver Stone movie off the top of your head? Do you know? Like, can you name one? Here, I had it pulled up because I had a feeling. 
All right, yeah. so notably, Scarface, uh, Conan, um, World Trade Center, uh, Savages, Any Given Sunday. Okay. Natural Born Killers. Yeah, I think for me it'd probably be Tarantino. I I have I, I appreciate some of the like flashier stuff he does. Um, like I've watched both uh, both parts of Kill Bill, um, and some of his more recent stuff too, like the, the Hateful Eight. Um, I think that's his. Um, but I, yeah, I enjoy that kind of like flashier, sometimes like hyper violent stuff. I think it's I think it's fun. <laughs> I honestly haven't seen any of those movies. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it turns out we as a band don't actually know anything about <laughs> anything. <laughs> well, I don't watch, like, I, I don't intake. Media. I don't consume media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we live under a rock. I just kind of, like, sit in my room and I just kind of, like, have a guitar and I'm just like, ding. <laughs> like, that's just what I do 24-7. Mine's got to be Tarantino, though, too. Because I'm, I'm saying thing is Grant. Some of the, like, hyper-violent stuff, I'm like, ooh. This is it. I, I really like this. <laughs> like, same with, yeah, Kill Bill. I think I saw that, like, four or five years ago, maybe, for the first time. And I was like, yeah, this is really cool. I like this. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I grew up watching Quentin Tarantino. So, like, that's always been a staple in my catalog, whatever. <laughs> Do you guys like mobile gaming or console gaming? I prefer console gaming. Yeah. PC Master Race. <laughs> oh. Console, for sure. Yeah, console hundred percent. I heard like the new base Xbox is like three hundred bucks, right? I know. Yeah, dude. they knocked those prices yeah. down a ton. From that's my that's great. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go build a PC, and then I I bought like a couple parts, and then I look around, and it was like Xbox for less than the part that you just bought, and I was like, Are you serious? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. What's something that everyone loves but you seem to hate? All right, here's an example. American Idol, The Masked Singer, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> can, I, can I just say celebrity culture as a whole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that, 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 and like, or I guess social media culture for me is something like everyone's always, it's like hyper fixated on, on their social media stuff. And that's something I've never understood. You can tell because I have the least followers and activity out of anyone in the band. I'm, by miles <laughs> so uh, it's you just posted something that has yesterday never... and said hey by the way i'm still alive, still alive. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah it's just something that's never really clicked with me in the same way it seems to for most other people mm-hmm. honestly same though because like i used to care about uh, I, I i would like to switch that around and be like more like not really caring what people think about anything that you do or like how you dress or like how you act like I used to be so like I need to act a certain way I need to dress a certain way to be cool and popular and so I have friends and stuff and just let it go bro it's it's, it's amazing people start to hate you and then you're like hey. <laughs> yeah I think for me it's like kind of celebrity culture but more like the social media star people like because I just really don't care yeah because like, and it's not really that I hate it necessarily. Like, I just, I don't really care. Like, I don't mind it either. But, like, you know, my sister or my cousin was over the other day. She's like, yeah, this guy from TikTok was over at my house the other day. And they're like, did you know that that guy was there? I'm like, I don't know who that is. And I really do not care whatsoever. I'm like, 
He makes videos online for money. That's really great. I hope it goes well for him. That's about it. <laughs> On the other hand, you're like, Jared follows me. <laughs> hey, well, he's a homie in the music industry. That's different for me. I like that <laughs> stuff. But if it's just like, I make funny videos on TikTok and I show my body, give me money. I'm like, I really just don't care. I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's such a, you just made me think of something. But yeah, like all I see now is like people trying to fucking show their OnlyFans or whatever. And I'm like, what is oh, yeah. this coming to now? Like, <laughs> well, like for me, it's not like, oh, I hate OnlyFans or whatever, but I'm just like, I, I don't get why people get like so hyped up over it. Yeah, bro. What happened to making a, a band? Why did you have <laughs> a band? To that? Sick around here. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Back in my day, if I wanted attention, I had to go play loud music. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like, I'm not throwing shade at people with the OnlyFans thing. Hey, do what you got to do. Hustle yeah. on or whatever. Yeah, it's just, exactly. That's, that's just all I'm seeing lately on my feet. I'm like, damn, like. That's all I'm seeing. So anyway. Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which one do you like better, EDM or ska? Oh. Ooh. Uh, ska, specifically the band Big Fat Meanies. They're a, they're a band that we ran into when we played a show in Pennsylvania at um, the launch they're conference so slash festival that like introduced me to ska in like a live setting, really. Um, and I was blown away, like super impressive just as a whole watching, like, I think there were like nine of them on stage. Like to me, that's that. unthinkable to have that many people on stage in a band, but like witnessing that and like seeing them just rock out, I was like, I have, I have newfound respect for Scott <laughs> next to them. I, I do appreciate EDM a lot. I used to listen to it a lot and I like what it's like turning into, especially with like what Bring Me The Horizon did with, um, what's their one song on Amo? I can't remember. It's like something blues or... Is it Nihilist Blues? Yeah, Nihilist Blues. That's kind of, I, I like their take on it, but because of Big Fat Minis, they have changed me, and I will have to say stuff. Changed me. Nice. Yeah, I... I like ska, but I was into EDM and like dubstep everything uh, all throughout middle school and some high school and still listen to it a lot. So I have to say EDM stuff probably for me. Yeah, my wife's huge into EDM. She actually kind of got me into it. And uh, I was like, damn, I guess we just both like breakdowns. <laughs> I think that's like a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, they're very similar in like the, the way their music scene is. And it's really funny. Oh, yeah, dude. It's crazy because it's like the other side of the spectrum. It's like all these like high school students that are like not like metalheads and they just go do mosh pits and then they'll like show up to a metal show and be like, you do mosh pits too? Like what? <laughs> I would like to see more uh, just fusion of both. Like you guys ever yeah. hear like Excision? Like, yes. Yeah. He has a lot I of metal shit stuff. and it's fucking cool. Oh That's yeah. Like he, he's one of the ones I love. That's why oh, I like yeah. Felix too, because he's he did a bunch of stuff with like corn and and like metal bands a long time ago. Mm -hmm. That stuff was crazy. And now, gotten to the last of my icebreaker questions. What's the worst song of all time? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, the worst song varies by like what exactly is stuck in my head at the moment. So like, if I hear something and I just can't get it out of my head, 
in that moment, that is the worst song in the world to me. Um, but I don't have, I can't really think of anything that like, anytime I hear it, I'm like, that's the worst song ever. I don't want to hear that. Oh, never mind. Uh, WAP. <laughs> I thought somebody would say that for some reason. Yeah. And, but it's it's mostly for the same reason. It's like I have just heard so much of it that I'm like, okay, can we be done with that now? Move on. Yeah, yeah. Like Roni in the pop. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I don't know how many times I've heard that. Ugh. It's funny that that's like socially acceptable. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like it's just that I, dirty, yeah, I guess. I it's like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, but I, I mean, I think it would be know. hilarious to try and imagine somebody releasing a song like that like 10 years ago. Mm hmm. Like, I cannot imagine the backlash that, like, that would have got shut down so fast. And, like, it's weird because, and like, nobody would listen to that. But then, dude, but, but then you see, like, how, like I saw um, what they said on the Howard Stern show during, like, the 9-11 attacks. And you listen back to that after this amount of time, and that sounds like not socially acceptable now at all some of the stuff he said oh yeah dude. but like back then it was fine so it's weird it like shifted in a weird way mm -hmm. like music you can get away with a lot more but like just like commentary wise you can't really say that much compared yeah. to like 10 years ago it's really weird yeah and i wasn't like trying to come off like sexist like i don't like it when i hear rap songs that are like my dick and all that shit like i, I always skip those songs like i'm not gonna lie yeah. i just i don't really like any of that yeah. type of shit mm -hmm. i'm just like that's not it's not what I listen to music for. Yeah, know, for sure. Yeah, and no, I agree with you 100%. I don't know. I just don't like it when it's so blatantly obvious that, like, you're just selling sex or whatever. I don't know why. It just feels it feels gross to me. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. But, I mean, hey, teach his own, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's that's my life motto, to each his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm not going to knock someone for liking it. I mean, that's, yeah, that's you, man. That's not me, though. <laughs> yeah. Dude, thank you guys for playing my icebreaker questions. I hope you guys liked that as much as I did. It was, yeah, fun. It was fun. Oh, yeah. It's always fun chatting just random nonsense knowledge with people. It makes a great icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you guys been up to lately? Well, so the for the past month of September, we every weekend have actually rented a flatbed truck with a, a local company here that does like towing and stuff. Um, has was nice enough to let us rent a truck from them. Um, and we set our stuff up, all of our equipment on the back of that truck, put a generator down, um, and played shows in a couple of neighborhoods, um, over the past couple of weekends. So that was something we've been doing. Um, that, that's really what most of our time has been spent on, at least in the past couple of weeks. We've been writing some music, getting together in uh, Grant's basement. Um, we got jobs for a little bit because we're trying to save up for a van so we can go touring um not you your your dad's fantastic grand caravan yeah it's not fantastic you don't have to lie <laughs> it's, great. it's Lo great love the old girl yeah i mean we've just been busy just really working on like like things that we don't normally get to work on like we got to kind of sit down with our website and do some marketing things and sit down with our social media and figure that out. Like it's, it's a lot of like, you know, live shows stop so we can focus on some different things that we don't normally have the time to it's do. It's like a lot of preparation type stuff, I would say. Yeah. Like, you know, getting money for the van, getting our website up to date. Um, we hired like 
someone to run some of our social media for us. Like we'll still, uh, like it's, it's usually me, but I'll still respond to all the messages and, you know, comments and stuff as the band, but as far as putting out the posts, we have help with that now. One of our friends, Faith, who's amazing at it, really good. But yeah, a lot of prep work because otherwise we'd be out playing shows right now if we could. Yeah. But everything got shut down. <laughs> right. That's that sucks too because you guys just put out that new album, so I'm sure you you want to get on the road and play that, right? Yeah. yeah. As much as we do, I mean, I think the reason why we did it, we released the album during the pandemic was because we were just like, like we just really wanted to share our music with everybody so that if if it helps somebody, then, you know, it was worth it. It was kind of the whole idea because we were going to wait and just kind of like wait till it all went away and just go on tour, but... I don't know, it just felt like the right thing to do. Yeah, and that's that's another thing we've been doing a lot of. Um, we've worked with a couple of different, um, like, uh, youth rallies um, and different things. It's been very different than it has been, like, the last past the past year. Um, but we, we participated in a couple of, like, uh, mental behavioral health-focused um, youth rallies, things like that. We participated in, uh, here in Columbus, our Youth Prevention Action Alliance hosts a rally called the We Are the Majority Rally. Um, we got to perform for that on a digital kind of live stream setup that they did this year. Yeah, and a couple of other things like that. We've, uh, what was the, what's the, is it the 320 Fest that it, mm-hmm. um, that's mm-hmm. the, it's yeah. the Chester Bennington Memorial um, Festival. They were kind enough to reach out and we got to do an Instagram takeover on their page where we just kind of sat on their live stream and um, talked to people about what we do as a band and um, some of the things we focus on as far as mental health goes and things we're working on with that. That's really cool. I saw like the live performance. I'm trying to look for it right now. Sorry. But um, okay, screen back live. Oh, do you, do, are we talking about the music video itself? Yeah, it's like uh, it says hashtag WATM twenty twenty. Oh no, that yeah, that oh, oh that is, that's yeah. the, the online rally that we got to do. They they were kind enough to give us the footage, and we ended up being able to put that out, which was cool. Um, but so it was that that's one of the things that we did. When was that? That was like April, I think, early April. Yeah, some it was around then. Yeah, so they actually the way they ran it, they pre-recorded a bunch of different segments with they had like they had different speakers. Um, uh, and a couple of other like resource portions of it planned out. Um, and then they recorded us and then they kind of cut it all together and, and streamed it out um, to the people that would have normally attended in person. So it's really cool. That kind of segues perfectly into like what I wanted to ask you guys about. So like uh, Pray for Sleep, is that is that name like inspired from like, you know, like anxiety or whatever and like you're not able to sleep and you stay up all night? Is it that sort of thing? Yep, that's that's actually exactly what it is. I think you're the first person we've uh, interviewed with that explained it to us rather than asking what, <laughs> asking where it came from. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was um, you know in the naming process and and in the writing process as a whole, um, we we focus a lot on um, you know our personal struggles with mental behavioral health, um, with like anxiety and depression and different things like that. Really, just wanted to kind of pick something out that that we thought could be um, relatable to people that are struggling with or dealing well with what we've dealt with in the past. Um, as that's kind of more or less our, our target audience. Um, so yeah, that, 
you got the nail on the head with that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, that's something I struggle with myself. Um, you know, like mental issues or whatever. I just get in my own head sometimes. I can be like kind of depressed and anxious and shit like that, as we all are. But uh, like, what are some things that you would like recommend that help you out, like in your time of darkness, that maybe you can pass on to a listener or viewer? Yeah, I mean, I know um, for me, there's been a handful of different things I've done. Uh, for me, I was in a real dark spot for a long time. I ended up with like um, professional counseling and um, had like all of that stuff for a long time. I was on antidepressants for a long time. Um, and, and as far as that goes, I definitely want to, you know, encourage people. There's no shame in needing um, anything like that. I absolutely recommend um, like therapy or counseling to anyone that has it available. It, it was one of the biggest parts for me um, as far as like recovery goes. Um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, finding ways to, healthy ways to kind of pull yourself out of that, whether it's like picking a new hobby to start or it's, you know, um, if I'm starting to feel anxious, I go and just draw a bunch of circles on a piece of paper just to give my mind something to focus on or, um, you know, small things like that. Or, you know, if it's, you know, you enjoy running, then maybe that just means, Hey, I'm just going to go take a run and listen to some music and kind of clear my head that way. Um, I mean, it's, it's different for every person, but I think the biggest part is finding ways to kind of um, get yourself uh, out of that when you get into it or having people that you can call on. Um, like, I know for me um, in high school, especially there would be times where it was like, I just really needed someone to be there to listen um, to what I was thinking about and what was going on in my head and just having friends that were available for me um, to reach out to and be like, Hey, can I just talk to you for a minute? Can we hop on the phone or go get some ice cream or something? Um, is definitely it's really important to have people around you because one of the most you know one of the most dangerous things um as far as um, fighting anxiety and depression and any mental health um issues is uh isolation just becomes mm -hmm. very destructive uh very quickly um it's something that's definitely it's hard to get away from i mean hard to stay away from but definitely very important to focus on yeah honestly like two days ago i just found myself in a really big rut and I just felt so alone but um honestly just like what you said just surround yourself with people with like that just like care about you and love you and so so I I fell in a rut and I, I reached out and I was just like dude I am just so sad and I don't know what to do she was just like just, just get up let's play some games and then see how you feel and I was like, I really don't want to do it. But I listened to her and then I got up and then felt better. It was because it was because I I surround myself with people that have a positive influence on me. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's really important to do that. I've dealt I dealt with a lot of like anxiety and depression, but anxiety was like my worst like thing that I had to deal with. Uh, I still do on occasion, but back in high school was really really bad to the point where i'd be having like you know i'd be like going to bed and then i'd have a panic attack out of nowhere and i just wouldn't sleep that night type of thing so one a uh, couple things that i learned on dealing with that was it's different for everyone like i know grant said that one of the things that helps him is like drawing circles on a paper getting his mind distracted but something that i did is well first i would go down to my mom because she dealt with it just as bad as me, if not worse. 
So she would help initially calm me down. But something that would help me is actually watching TV or watching videos on stuff that I liked. So I even do that now. Like when I go to bed, it's just become kind of a routine for me. I know it's not great. And any doctor would tell me it's not great to watch TV when I go to bed, but whatever. But yeah, like I, I would uh, just go down in my living room and just watch TV and just like kind of get out of my own head. I think it's the best way of describing it. Like, cause I mean, every, pretty much every person that has anxiety, they know that what is giving them the anxiety is kind of irrational. Like deep down, they know like, this is not like, if they were in their right mind and they thought that same thought, they'd be like, okay, that's, that's not anything to be worried about, or it's going to be okay or whatever it is. But you just get everything heightened during like a panic attack or when it's really bad, it's just everything is turned up to 11 so you can't get away from it so any way you can find that's gonna help you get out of your own head and kind of reset everything that's what that's my biggest uh thing too because now i i've even like had panic attacks like out in public which is something i never had to deal with before but you know it's just it's just kind of learning how your own body works and how it reacts to certain things mm-hmm. so like i know like if i you know breathe a certain way and I think about a certain thing and I kind of get my mind off of it. That's how I know I can get better. And if you don't know what that is, another thing that helped me, like I said, was talking to my mom who's been through it because someone that's been through it is the best person to ask about it because they know exactly what it feels like and would know these are some things that help me. You should try this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. So that, or, you know, going to a counselor is obviously a great, way of doing it too but if you can't get to that like if you have a friend or family member that's been through it talk to them like it helps so much i could not recommend that enough Mm -hmm. i've kind of found like through the podcast i've kind of found myself being like the metalcore therapist for a lot of people and uh, i really i really enjoy that though like because i i mean i suffer with the same stuff that you guys mentioned as well but um i finding it like helping other people like that, I, I just get a kick out of it. Like I, I love helping other people. I love listening to other people and like trying to offer some type of input. I get a lot of value out of that. So like, you know, if you're listening, I know I don't know you and shit, but uh, you know, if you ever need somebody to talk to and you just, you know, I'm always here, you know what I mean? Like hit me up on Twitter or whatever. I'm always down for a good conversation, but like I, that, that's something I, I enjoy. So I'm just going to pass that on, but helping other people helps me a lot. I don't know if it's like, that sounds narcissistic or some shit like that. But, um, I get a lot of enjoyment out of like just doing stuff that somebody might find valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I know that's definitely, I mean, that's, that's something I've, I've heard a lot, even from different, from counselors and and therapists that I've talked to, you know, that's how they end up in the field like that. Like they've, they've dealt with something and kind of moved on and they're in a better place and they're, you know, for them, the best thing that they can do with that that experience and that knowledge is to then find other people that are struggling and to help them out of it. And the, the just seeing people get better and be healthier is a reward enough for them. So that's definitely you hear it a lot actually in the in the mental health field. So yeah, that isolation thing is is true. I live like in the country in like North Carolina. Like I live outside of Charlotte. And there's not like a whole lot of people that like obviously like listen to metal and like heavier stuff. I mean, they're few and far between, but it's not your typical, you know, it's not your typical demographic to run into people like that. And I'm sure you have the same uh, where you live. But um, 
that's kind of why I started the podcast or whatever, because I wanted to reach out and like me, other people that kind of had the same things going on as me. And I just didn't want to feel so alone is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the big things we as a band, you know, try to try to push like our, our, the slogan we have printed on the back of our logo t-shirts is we are not alone. Like we just, that's one of our, our biggest message, you know, and through our music and our, our shows and our message that we want to put out to people is that, you know, no matter what you're going through, um, and no matter what you're dealing with, um, you're not the only, you're not alone in that and you don't have to deal with it alone. And there are people around you that, that, that care about you and want to see you succeed and get better and, and are willing to work with you um, to kind of help push you into a better spot. So that's, yeah, that's definitely huge. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I mean, something that drew me into, you know, y'all's band or whatever was the fact that I saw so much of the, like the mental health and the behavioral uh, messages that you guys like have on your post on Spotify and stuff like that. So I was like, man, this would, you know, this would be a good opportunity for me to uh, reach out to you guys and like, you know, be able to talk to somebody about this type of stuff. Cause some bands, they don't, you know, they don't really care to talk about this type of stuff, you know, it just depends on like who I'm speaking with. But anyway, um, so I'm going to segue away from that, the more serious side of things. Um, I want to know, cause it's a segment that I do on the show, but like, what is a crazy road story that you guys are willing to share? Ooh. Oh, this is fun. I, I have one I can start with real quick. Yeah, uh, go for it. But you guys are going to be mad that I took it. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so, we we haven't got to do a lot of like proper touring yet obviously with us not having a van but we have done a little bit of you know i think we mentioned a, a little bit but we've done you know some stuff in pennsylvania we've done some stuff in michigan so we've started to kind of branch out a little bit but that's kind of the next goal for us is to start doing that more but um there was um one weekend run that we were doing and the plan was we have some friends up in cleveland that we play with pretty much once a year. Uh, so we were supposed to go play with them and then we were going to drive to Indiana in the middle of nowhere. And then we were going to sleep for like three hours and then go to the next uh, show in the morning and then hang out there for a little bit and then drive home. And we rented a van and did the whole thing. So we got to Cleveland that went off pretty much without a hitch. Like, I I don't remember anything super significant happening that was wrong, but that was always, it's always a fun show. We played the Foundry up there if anyone's ever been there, but that venue is really fun. But then we, and the the other thing too, if anyone that uh, got us on that festival is listening, I don't want to throw shade at anyone because they basically, our friend that got us on this show the people who were running the festival dropped it into their lap last second. So they had to scramble around and do a bunch of extra stuff. But basically they called us um, that night, I think at like 11 o'clock at night, we were like right about to leave. We're just waiting to get paid for the night, like based off of ticket sales. And they were like, Hey, so, you know, uh, the band red, if you know them was playing, they're like, a, I think they're technically a Christian band, but they're like a, hard rock band basically yeah i've heard of them yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but they're pretty good and basically we were told that we were two bands before them on the main stage we're like that it's gonna be awesome <laughs> she calls us she goes hey um quick change of plans 
I'm going to need you guys to play at noon on the third stage instead. And we were like, uh, you know, don't want to sound like rude or anything, but that's like kind of the complete opposite of what we were promised. And we got to drive all the way there. We don't know what time we're going to get there, whatever. But we were like, uh, like, as you could probably tell, we're normally pretty easygoing guys. Like, we try to be, like, pretty nice and everything. You're just kind of like, you know, we're tired, all this stuff. We don't really know what to do because we don't have a contract signed. So that's kind of our fault. But they're really switching up the plan on us. But I, I being the optimist, was like, come on, guys. Let's just go. It's going to be sweet. There's still going to be people there. It's going to be great. I promise. And they were like, all right. So we went, slept for two hours in some random Airbnb in the middle of freaking nowhere, Indiana. I don't even remember where it was. And then we got there, and <laughs> they were like, all right, it's time to set up. And I was like, where are all the people at? And they were like, we don't know. And it was like us, our dads, and like three guys from another band that I've never heard of. And we set up. And we're getting ready to play for literally nobody. And I was just like, you know what? This is just a glorified practice. It's cool. We played in Indiana. Don't care. And right as I, because I, I do the backing tracks on the computer. Mm-hmm. I press the space bar to start. Everything shuts off. Like everything. I was like, <laughs> you've got to be freaking kidding me, dude. Like everything that's already happened. It's got to lead up to everything breaking. Because we've got like thousands of dollars worth of equipment in our our in-ear rig basically so i'm like they just broke i don't know how many thousands of dollars worth of equipment in like half a second because i thought it blew but i guess a power strip blew there but even still it was just so weird and then we ended up playing for no one and then having like the three guys just like yeah and i was like i'm still gonna have fun man but it, it was it ended up being okay like it wasn't the end of the world or anything but it was just it just felt like one of those days where like everything kept like one thing after another and you're just like i gotta be positive man i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be rude to anybody because they got us on this show but yeah it was a very interesting experience that is for sure we left out the one part where we were like kind of hopeless we're like man we're playing first and then we showed up and we saw red's tour bus leaving yeah that's true too they <laughs> and we were like no way no way that's them that was, it was yeah. kind of a train wreck of a day. Yeah, I felt really bad. I felt real bad for all the people that were trying to organize that, too, because, like, yeah. the sh- it was supposed to be a festival that effectively got canceled, and they dropped pretty much everything they had planned for it. And then, like, three weeks, in a, three weeks before the date that they had the venue booked for, they, like, gave it to somebody else and were like, salvage this. Do your best. And they, like... They tried so hard, but they, it just, like, was such a bad circumstance all around that it just ended up not really coming together. Like, their stage that they were supposed to have didn't come through, so they had to get a smaller one that didn't have everything that they promised the, the some of the headlining bands, and it was, like, it was just it was a bad tough. day for everybody. Well, yeah, Red had a, story, they had a writer uh, that said they needed the stage to be a certain size for their, like, stage props. So that's why they ended up leaving. They came, they saw the stage for 10 minutes and then went, nah, and left. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. I think my favorite my favorite road story is we, we had another weekend run where we played a show in Michigan one night. We drove up to Michigan with a couple of 
uh, with a friend. Some where where are they from originally? Uh, They're from Toledo area. Yes, yeah, so met a band playing a show in Toledo. Here. They were like, "Hey, you guys are cool. Let's book a show together somewhere." And we were like, "Cool, yeah, let's do it." So we we booked a show in Michigan. Um, went up there, played that show, slept on his grandmother's floor, and yeah. then drove down to Youngstown uh, to play in the basement of a bowling alley. <laughs> and that was that weekend. But it was just oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that was that was fun because. The weirdest part to me was just like, you know, playing that show. We were like, where are we going to sleep? And then he's like, oh, my grandma's letting us sleep on her floor. And we were like, oh, what? <laughs> okay. We had $5 air mattresses, dude. Those were great. Life-saving. Those were sick. Reno, I thought you, when you said um, you're going to be mad that I took this one, I thought you were going to talk about the Rock and the Range story where, okay, I'll, just, I'll say it. I'll say oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's so we had, a, we had this um, thing where we uh, – had the opportunity to play rock on the range and we got a lot of publicity out of it. And one of the things that we um, ended up doing was a, another podcast with um, his name is Ant-Man. Uh, great guy. Yeah. So we're, we're doing the podcast uh, commercial break. All the mics are muted. I know, but I know what you're going to say. And, and, and he was like, all right guys, the song is like kind of finishing up. Like, and I was like, all right, I didn't see him turn on our mics and I we all had our headphones on and I was like like penis <laughs> and he, he looked at me and he was like alrighty we're back from the press and then, and then okay and then where the rock and the range ties in is we get we get all ready we like showed up to rock and the range um set up all of our stuff about to go on stage it's about uh, about to start, and the crowd starts chanting, "Penis, penis!" <laughs> oh like, man, we just died. We were just like three hundred people, maybe gone. up front. I was floored that that many people <laughs> just started chanting the p word. <laughs> the p word. Well, well, they could they could see us on the side stage because there was like the curtain, and then there was like a little space in between oh we're all standing there like shaking because we're like oh my gosh we're about to go out yeah and they're just like penis, penis. <laughs> and i oh, i got man. into it i just was like i'm gonna play into this so i started pumping my fist like this to get them to keep going and they kept going and it was so funny yeah i don't know if you've ever seen like a crowd of like three or four hundred people saying that but it is if it, it's flooring it, it's <laughs> i'm great. sure yeah. it is it's so great Fucking great stories, dudes. I, I really appreciate it like that. That's that's good. Um, we are finally at our hour mark, so I'm going to start kind of wrapping it up here. Uh, dude, thank you. Thank you guys so much for taking time out and doing this uh, with me. I really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate you reaching out and inviting us on. It was really cool to hear from you. We're always, you know, we're looking for stuff to do right now with all the pandemic, having things shut down. So it's always cool to hear from people that are interested to talk about, you know, band stuff and talk music with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I found you guys on the Spotify editorials. Uh, I think it was like new core playlist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited we got on that. That was one of the best things that's happened with that album cycle for sure. Yeah, it's huge, dude. You're on there with like outlining color and, you know, like, I don't know, just a bunch of good bands, man. Oh, that's, yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to wrap it up since we started in a fun way. We're going to end this thing in a fun way. And I'm going to ask my final question that I ask everyone before we head out. 
If you could have anything in the world, tangible or not, what would it be? Anything in the world? Anything. Jeez. Do you just kind of like <laughs> drop that on people? What, yeah, what are some of your favorite answers you've gotten while I think about that? It just depends on the person. Like I've gotten some fucking silly ones and stuff like that. And then I've gotten, you know, like deeper ones. It's like, you know, world peace kind of stuff. But um, off the top, I can't think of like the funniest ones, but I was going to put a compilation video of like all the answers uh, at the end of the year and just, just have fun with that. A lot of people say a steak dinner for some reason. They're like, I just want a big old ribeye. Give me a loaded <laughs> potato. American answer. Yeah. It's like a last meal request. I just want a steak, man. And then I'm good. Yeah. And then some people said like, uh, I don't know, some really techie, like I want this amp with this setup and shit like that. And, uh, oh, that, there you go. You got my answer for me. I would love a touring van. That would be my thing. Right right now. Yeah, there you go. I don't anything. Since uh, Grant, you said touring van, that frees up what I was going to say. Um, I would love another Pilot G2 pen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Really dope. Oh, shoot. My wish came true. <laughs> I thought I didn't have any left. Oh, man, I'm so happy. I, I know mine's more of a superpower type of deal, but I, I guess it kind of goes into that. I think having the ability to teleport would just be so helpful because I wouldn't have to literally do anything all the time. It'd be awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I would like to change my answer to unlimited deodorant. I always seem to run out. <laughs> That's Did you like look at your desk and see you're out of deodorant? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had someone uh, on the podcast I was thinking about it right now, but uh, Scythe, Scythe Gang 666, not 666, but 666. They're very, very uh, adamant on that. But uh, <laughs> uh, Maisie said that she would want to be able to fly. And she was like, well, I would like to fly, and then I could steal an Xbox. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was my like close second is flying. Okay. But I think teleporting just because it's like, oh, yeah. like you're Boom. done. I've said and that I before. Could other things then i could get my drums places without having to carry all the heavy things and that would be awesome that would, would be sick because like we fly a lot and i have terrible anxiety when it comes to flying and i'm just like man i just want to be able to just boom be there and not have to like do the fly thing yeah. if i don't take dramamine man it does not end well i don't <laughs> like it i had to fly the to the dominican republic oh man the that's the longest long flight one. i did yeah, well, it was like he. It was Columbus to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to the Dominican. Okay. But like taking off, and anytime it moves, I'm just like ah, because mm -hmm. I don't even know if it's like like in my brain. I don't know if you're the same way, but in my brain, I'm not like this plane is going to crash and we're all gonna die. Like I don't actively think that. It just freaks me out that I'm so out of control of the situation. Yeah. I literally because like driving a car you can get in this situation where you're out of control and everything like get a wreck but you're still like i am driving this car mm -hmm. i can move the wheel i can stop i can do all that with the plane i'm like well if that pilot messes up we're dead man i i can't and it's moving in the sky for no reason i don't know what's going on like so i feel that 100 percent. i hate flying i think it's more of like all right, so like if i was in the car with you guys and just say grant is a terrible driver i could be like yo i'm driving you know what I mean? But like with yeah. the plane, it's like, 
you got to trust that guy. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no one's gonna guy. step up and be like, no one's gonna step up and be like, all right, it's a little bumpy. Uh, I'm stepping in, buddy. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine somebody walking up to the cockpit and be like, I don't think you're doing very well. My turn. <laughs> And I don't think you're doing very well. I'm in a band. I don't know if you've heard, but I'm taking over. I'm taking over. It's over for hey, you. Hey, I, I played a Microsoft Flight Simulator, man. I think I got this. <laughs> I got it. And I will say this to anyone who's scared of flying. If you are scared of flying, do not fly. Like, don't ride in a smaller plane. Because in my opinion, oh, so those are worse. more turbulent than those yeah. bigger ones, man. Yeah, it'd be nice if we ever got a private band plane, but I don't think I would use it because I would be too scared. We're saving up for it right now. so yeah, well, save up. We're going to skip the tour van and go straight for a tour airplane. There you go. The, thing, the thing about it that it's like, I feel like every time, especially with musicians, every time that they've gotten in a plane accident, it's a private one. It's never oh, commercial. Yeah. Always. Like, Literally the day the music died. There you go. It was a private plane. Buddy Holly's dead. Like, yeah. Exhibit That's A, true. the worst one. Crazy. Yeah, but you yeah. gotta think though. Back then, like the, how planes were. You know what I mean? Like. That's, that's true too. Yeah. I don't know if that's comparable till now, but like I don't know. I feel like it's always been kind of a sketchy thing, and it's like still kind of yeah. new to us in a lot of ways. Like it's not. They haven't worked out all the kinks. We'll just say. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. Why is it moving in the sky? Can we stop that? Yeah. Because <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like from when it went from like propellers to like jet engines, it was just like a matter of like, I don't know, 30 years. I don't know. I'm terrible yeah. at history, but I mean, it wasn't that long. It, it yeah, really yeah. wasn't that long. If there, if you know, if we can, if we can still lose an entire plane, you got to think there's still some things in the system we're figuring out as far as flight goes. Mm-hmm. Those can kind of just go missing somewhere. I'm sure there's um, some alien influence as well. We don't there know. You go. <laughs> <'Cause> our... <laughs> who, who would know? Cause like no one would be able to survive to tell that story. You know, like what if, what if, you know, something like that happened? I don't know. Thanks again, guys. That was pray for sleep. Go check out their new full length album behind our eyes. Again, I'm donating this episode to the Suicide Prevention Hotline. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'll share the link in the description and you can do as you please with that. So thanks again for being on the show and let me know if there's anything I can do for you guys. Yeah, thanks again for having us, man. Thanks, man. That pretty much does it for the podcast. And if you made it this far, you're a real one. If you really enjoyed the show and are feeling mighty generous, For the small price of a pumpkin spiced latte, you can contribute to the podcast each month. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Thanks again. And you don't have to donate anything. Sharing is completely free and always appreciated. Or you can follow me at native underscore podcast on all social media. Can't wait to see you on a future episode. And until then, shine on. on. Hell Hell yeah. Hell yeah.